How are you? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. What have you been up to? Anything uh, exciting? Um, yeah, I've been doing loads. Been going to the beach. Work's been quite busy. Um, I'm joking, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Hanging out, occasionally riding my bike, going to the grocery store when I need things, and watching TV. Yeah, yeah, pretty much whatever. <laughs> I am uh, seriously blazing through uh, Death in Paradise. I think it's the most adorable program I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm going to introduce Nicole to that actually in a couple of days. I think when yeah. we run out of things to watch, because I think she will really enjoy it as well. Oh, it's a pretty it, show set in the Caribbean. Detective oh. murder every week, but very fun. Like yeah, it. yeah. She likes she likes murders every week apparently. <laughs> as I know. <laughs> oh, if you like if you like your murders kind of wrapped up in a nice little bow with people being really super nice to everybody yeah. and going to the bar the every now and again, it's perfect. And set in a Caribbean island, it's oh. yeah. Oh my god! Beautiful, so fun program. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> love it. All right. Well, should we um, get cracking? Yeah, let's get cracking. Welcome, listener, once again to another edition of uh, Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of uh, football in, in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined um, by the miracle of the internet, um, by the director of football at uh, uh, Bluefoot, Bromley Stales. How are you doing, sir? I'm very good, Paul. Cheers. It's like, it's like we're at the bar. <laughs> it's true, yeah. It's, I mean, it's not as busy as usual, is it? Let's be honest. But, no, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> For some yeah. reason, I'm expecting the cleaners to come in at any moment and start shuffling the tables around. <laughs> if Nicole could start moving the, the settee yeah. around, that would be great. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, I agree. Yeah, maybe start, start some, like, move some barrels about as well, just to kind yeah. of like, chop it all off. and yeah, Get great. the authenticity going, yes. Brilliant. Or maybe someone um, honking at the, uh, at the uh, jack-the-box as well. That'd be nice. Just yeah, yeah. That, that's always a good one. Uh, well, obviously... <laughs> There's no games. Apart from we're in Belarus, by the way. Belarus is going on about things as though nothing's happened. So if you follow Good. The Good for them. <laughs> yeah, if you're following the Belarus um, league, then you're absolutely yeah, delighted. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, Paul. I don't. <laughs> no, no. Well, I was going to quiz you about the, the, the ins and outs of the uh, the Minsk derby the other weekend, but uh, I won't. Don't. Follow. All right. Don't. <laughs> Brilliant. Terrible. Terrible research. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm, I'm pretty awful, actually, yeah. The less I have to do, the more bored I am. So, yeah, no games, uh, but we'll continue with uh, answering those uh, kind of random questions as well. And we'll pick. There's, there's been some actual pretty significant uh, developments, I think, in football. So we'll maybe have a bit of a talk about those things as well. And more than ever, we want you to get involved. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com, at footyfromfoot on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and TikTok. Uh, please, as... Sending your suggestions for anything you want to do on TikTok, because I'm not a bleeding clue. Uh, we're also on YouTube, uh, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play for all your previous podcasts. Thank you to those who have already subscribed and, and let us know that they're enjoying it. And our uh, website is footyfromthefoot.com. First of all, we should raise a glass and, and, and wish Bluefoot a, uh, a, a happy belief. birthday. Happy birthday, indeed. Yeah. Ordinarily, they would have 50% off drinks at the bar, wouldn't they? And uh, have uh, pizza and all that kind of thing. So, yeah, cheers. Yeah. Cheers uh, to the Bluefoot. 14 years. So, well done to Bluefoot. Yeah, it's good to be all there together to celebrate it, but uh, it will make getting back there all the more sweeter, I'm sure. Totally. Yeah, anything kind of from this week that you've enjoyed? I think you might have watched the um, the English game. That you've watched yeah, I think we talked about that one last week. I haven't, yeah, I, well, yeah that, 
that was a great program. Mm-hmm. Even my wife quite enjoyed it. It made me realize how much I miss in soccer at the moment. That I got excited about the 1870 FA Cup final. <laughs> so funny. I haven't seen Sunderland Till I Die yet. The oh, uh, second yeah. one. So I've got that on the uh, the watch list. I haven't heard anybody say anything about that either, really. So I don't know whether it's more of the same or I don't know. Yeah, this is really sad. So I think that's the general consensus of that program. It's, yeah. it's not... A, not really an uplifting program, if you know what I mean. I think it's very sad about the decline of a big club and a city. What kind of unemployment's very high. The football's actually the only thing they have up there, isn't it, really? So, yeah, it's a big part of that community, isn't it? Certainly. Totally, yeah. Because I, I said I used to go to um, the old Sunderland ground back in the 80s, and even when they were in Division 3, they were still filling the place up and giving the team a really good atmosphere. Yeah, so I'll be watching that. Probably this weekend when my wife goes back to looking after the animals at the zoo. Um, on another football note, I was just disgusted to uh, read this week that Daniel Levy is using the government to pay all the non-playing staff at Tottenham, even though he's just been given a, a whopping three million bonus for having a stadium that was eight, eight months late. That was a little tragic. When you see that the Atletico Madrid players have handed over 70% of their wages, they've taken a 70% wage cut from today, which is outstanding, really. So yeah. cheers to them. I believe that it's not up to the clubs to, they can request that they do that, but I think it's got to be a joint thing with the PFA, the the, uh, the trade union of the, the professional footballers. Right. Uh, I believe that they're meeting tomorrow in order to kind of respond to all of this. That, it's not a great look, is it? I've got to say. With the, it's awful. It's I've been by the way, either is it? It is. It is other clubs that have also uh, opted to do this as well. Yeah. The image of the Premier League and the players and the money that's floating around all the time in, in the, yeah. obviously the highest league. This was such a good opportunity for PR for the Premier League to, to say, hey, this is what we're doing. They, again, they drop the ball again, don't they? Certain clubs drop the ball. I mean, Norwich have done something. I think they've donated two million. It's good. too late now for the Premier League to do anything good because the, the backlash has already been there. So it's now, yeah. the horse has bolted already, hasn't it? Do you know what I mean? And, and certainly individuals have, uh, have come out and tried to do certain things. I think there's going to be a more collective effort yeah. uh, probably announced tomorrow, isn't there? So on all of that as well, did you see the interview with, with Harry Kane? Yeah, I've read about it. I didn't watch it live or I didn't watch any repeats of it, but I have seen, I mean, I've read, sorry, what he was basically saying. Um, I can't say yes, I'm leaving, or I can't say no, I'm not. He's obviously engineering a move there. Maybe it's a good time for him to move so we can get top dollar for him and maybe invigorate the team. I don't know. It's out of my hands, obviously, but it, it's sad. It's so sad. And it's, Here's a hypothetical for you. Harry Kane leaves, <laughs> but you get given the, the Premier League title next year. Take it. Right. Okay. Take it. All day long. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all day long. And I okay. want him to go and be happy. Yeah, but how bad okay. would he feel? <laughs> how about then? Harry Kane leaves at the end of the season and the FA, you win the FA Cup this season. I'd take that with him holding up the cup and then going on the pastures new. As all long right. as he goes to Europe. Okay. I don't want to see him in the Premier League. If he went to like Juve or Real Madrid, I'd be quite happy for the guy. Do you know what I mean? Okay. If he went to Man United, it would leave a little sour taste in my mouth. Okay. But I don't think United would buy him when they got Rashford, Martial, and it looks like they're buying Jaden Sancho as well now. They've, they've, they've been given the thumbs up and they're in for Haaland again as well, big news. I think they're going to have to throw a whole bunch of money out of United at something. So Do you know what they worry me a little bit with their purchasing and what they're looking at buying? If they get these players, United could be a real force again. Mm-hmm. Sancho would be a hell of a buy with Martial, Sancho and Rashford going through the middle maybe. That yeah. would be, um, or oh, Rashford on the side, sorry, Martial through the middle. 
and Sancho on the right coming in, that, that could be formidable with this Bruno Fernandes guy. It looks like all the laughing about Solskjaer, it looks like they've turned a little bit and they get, they've got the money. They've got the money to do it. So Also, one of those players that have been mentioned in dispatches that might go to United is our mate Jack Grealish, by the way. What was he playing at? What was he playing? I think he might have just scuppered a couple of moves, actually, with what he did. Well, he crashed his car. He was obviously inebriated. I don't know. There was no breathalyzer, I don't think, was there? Smashed into two cars, which makes you think that something's not quite right there, doesn't it, really? Totally, yeah. He's got a little history for this as well, hasn't he? You know what I mean? Back in the day. Apparently, he um, had told all Villa fans to stay indoors and make sure he's not spreading this around. And then all of a sudden, he gets out and about Sunday morning, kind of... uh, Yeah, like a bloody rich dandy, do you know what I mean? I'll do whatever I want. And it's sad to see because his career is on such an up at the moment. There's going to be so many clubs coming in for him. And now I see clubs going, eh, maybe not. You know what I mean? Yeah, no kidding. Do you know what? It would have been an international break had we... Uh... That's right. <laughs> I got, I got a, an alert on my phone that in half an hour, England are going to play uh, Denmark. And I went, my heart sank a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I think it settled for a Denmark friendly at this point, you know. So Yeah, yeah I know, right? <laughs> Anything. They've even cancelled Wimbledon now. I'm like, ah! It's weird. It's weird, I have to say, and it's going to go on for a long time. I don't know what they're going to do with the Premier League. I don't know what they're going to... They've announced now, till further notice, the Champions League and Europa League, Women's Champions League, everything's been wiped out. I I remember laughing with Mikey, the Arsenal fan. All season long, we've been saying how bad this season is. I wish they could just stop it and start again in August. And it looks like we got our wish. Yeah, (laughs) that's what you wish for, indeed. I think we must have said it every game we watched. Who knew what was coming a couple of months later? You must have said it three times in a row or something. And uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry to Liverpool fans out there. <laughs> yeah, they'll get a title, won't they? I think. Um, I, I noticed that um, Belgium have called it for their league, haven't they? And they've awarded Bruges. Club Bruges. Um, they only had one game to play though, and they were 15 points ahead. Yeah, and they've got to where they are in the in the season. That's that's pretty remarkable, isn't it? That they, they really, won. one game left to play. I know. I found that quite weird as well when I read that this morning. So. Yeah. Well, apparently in Sweden, even at this moment we're talking now, all the cafes and bars are still open in Sweden. I saw that. And they're predicting an absolute meltdown because of that in right. Sweden. All right. Well, should we uh, fire up the, the randomizer and see what... Let's uh... do it. I can't right. wait. We've <laughs> been added, so let's see. Oh, I need to um, get the randomizer just... Uh... Sorry, one second. Not pre- not prepared. Unbelievable. You've got nothing else to do, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, letting light in on magic here. Usually it's not <laughs> in the uh, room. And, but, uh... <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm going to get myself a fresh beer from the bar. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hi, Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got it now. We're in. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Yeah, good to see you. Woo! <laughs> you, you're Yay, back. I'm back. <laughs> Very quiet here. I got served straight away. Not like usual. <laughs> Tell I'm not behind the bar. Excellent stuff. Well, I've, got, I've found it now, so here we go. And the first question is number seven, <laughs> which is, okay, if you could change or reverse a moment in football, what would it be? Oh, my God, what, what a question. Perfect. Do you want me to go first to? Yeah, you go first because that's right. an incredible question. Wow. Well, mine would be if Gaza could be one inch taller and just poke that goal in where he just allows for a, a ricochet that doesn't happen in the 96 semi final against Germany in the Euros. That would I was going to say exactly the same one if his studs were <laughs> a little bit longer. Put the longer studs in Gaza. <laughs> 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 so I'm going to have to say, all right, then Italia 90, Chris Waddle when he hit the post. Okay. 
Yeah. If that post had just been like the guy underneath who was moving the post could have just moved it a little quicker, we'd have gone through to the final. Definitely a World Cup moment for me. Uh, yeah, it has to be one of them. It's one of them two. 90 or uh, 96. I was thinking from last week as well, the idea that um, uh, Lineker, similar sort of situation to Gascoigne, where he almost gets on the end of a John Barnes cross at 2-1. and uh, just 86. Yeah, in 86. But, uh, yeah. Similar sort of situation. But yeah, I think that, yeah. If, if only, if only that could have been. Do you know, that's one clip I can watch over and over and over again, and I still believe he's going to score. <laughs> yeah, it actually messes my whole brain up that he doesn't touch the ball in. It, it's because you see him running through as the ball's coming through, and he just stra- How does he not make contact? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Well, he's such an intelligent player that he allows for something that is more than likely going to happen, and it just doesn't happen. That, that's yeah. why. That is his footballing brain that stopped him from doing that. Oh. Kind of, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined my whole day now, by the way. I'm going to be thinking about this and watching it and watching it. Oh, dear. Okay, let's, let's see if a randomizer can uh, sort us out with another. All right, question four. All right. <laughs> the best item of food you've had at a football match? It's, it's slim pickings, though, I think, that it's going to be in it. But anyway. Well, I just, I, okay, so obviously I was a, um, I'm a Tottenham fan, so when I used to go to White Hart Lane, they used to do great bagels. I always loved the smoked salmon and cream cheese bagel at White Hart Lane, and that, that's probably about it, yeah. Yeah, they had really good bagels there. <laughs> that's cool. The only thing I can think of, because it's, honestly, it's pretty, pretty useless, isn't it? That, um, I'm going to go with the Balti Pie that they do at Bolton. And also, there you go. They also do Cars Pasties, which if you ever have the opportunity to um, eat a, a cheese and onion Cars Pasty, we are not sponsored by them, open to it, um, they are fantastic. So, I love, I love one of them, yeah. Now you're making me hungry, now I'm thinking of Cars Boyd and Cheese and Onion Pasties. Yeah, just take a moment there to... <laughs> yeah, yeah, to savour that flavour in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, well that was Brilliant. a short but sweet one, but uh, let's yep. What else the randomizer can throw up for us? Question 18. Okay. 18, wow. Ever pulled a likely lads? And I'll explain what I mean by that just for the listeners that might not. There was a, a sitcom in the 70s called uh, Whatever Happened to the Likely Lads? And one episode is where they're trying to avoid the score um, of an England game that's going to be shown as highlights later on in the evening. And they have a bet with this fella that, that they can't manage to get the entire day without knowing the score. So they end up kind of flying all over the place and blokes trying to chase them all around town. There's a twist at the end. I actually recommend watching the episode because it's an absolutely classic bit of totally. sitcom. Um, Love that show. Um, Love that show. Yeah, the idea of pulling a likely lads is trying to avoid the score so that you can watch it like as live without knowing what happens in the end. So um, have you ever managed to do that? Or? Yes. I've done it here, actually, when I was working at the Big Kitchen. It was the semi-final of the FA Cup, Tottenham-Chelsea, a few years ago. I think about three or four years ago. We actually ended up losing 4-2. Nicole, my lovely darling wife, who was working that day, was supposed to not know the score either. And she let me bounce around. I think the game went into extra time. We ended up losing 4-2. She let me go through all the emotions. And at the end went, well, I knew they were going to lose because I knew the score. Why the bloody hell didn't you tell me? I nearly manufactured a stroke in my house. I had my phone off all day. Saw me going through these emotions and not one moment of human nature kicked in and went, don't worry, mate. 
You know what I mean? And put me out of my misery after two and a half hours of that bullshit. Nonsense. <laughs> I still believe at the end. The thing is, though, damn, damn if she did, damn if she didn't. You know, it's kind of... To, to be fair, yeah, but the emotions, I was, she, I was, I was going out, I was watching through the window because I was having a cigarette. She was just going, and but you know what she did? She pretended like she didn't know the score. It was uh, insane. She was going through the emotions as well. I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, brilliant. So, yes, I have folded like the ad. And it was horrible, and I will never do it again. <laughs> well, note to self, never play poker with Nicole, by the way. Right, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> She's sitting behind me at the bar at the moment, enjoying a vodka uh, cranberry or wine or something, I don't know. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Yeah, do you know what, though? I can't think of a, a time, I, I wrote that question down thinking I might think of something, and I can't, I, I think I've done it once or twice, like cricket matches, bizarrely enough, like right. people show 2020 games over here. It's super easy to avoid a cricket score over here, isn't it? Let's be totally. honest. No one's chasing me around, uh, telling me how Lancashire went on against Yorkshire. Big <laughs> pretty blast. Let's be honest. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that's I, I can't really top that story anyway. So I, I'm not even going to try. I don't think. Well, I'm glad I had that story and that experience here because I actually was like, yeah, I'm turning my phone off and I messaged everybody. My phone will now be dead for seven hours. Right. And I walked home and I was avoiding everybody as I walked home. Wait two hours for Nicole to come home as well, which was the worst. I couldn't even put the TV on. I couldn't look at the internet. Who's that, Daniel Levy? <laughs> Sorry, that was my blooming phone. Some idiot from El Cajon. <laughs> I, hope, I hope they weren't giving you a Lancashire score. <laughs> so, yeah. Brilliant. In fact, right. this, th that walk home, actually, with that game, set me up for what we're doing now because I actually walked six feet away from everybody just in case they told me the score, even though they didn't know me. In hindsight, it was a great move. <laughs> you, were, yeah, you, were, you were doing social distancing before it was... Uh, yes, yeah. there you go. There you go. What a trendsetter I am. <laughs> All right, to the randomizer. 19. Okay, question wow. 19. Complete the sentence. I've been saying that about this person for ages. I've been oh. <laughs> I've been saying that about such a body for ages. Ericsson's the one for me. Uh, I'm just going to throw him out there because I've been saying for over a year that he's suboptimal. <laughs> <laughs> for want of a better term, the guy can't take a corner. He can't tackle. He'll put in one good performance every six or seven games and score a goal. It frustrates me. And then everybody gets on the bandwagon. Oh, he's not that good. No, he isn't that good. He hasn't done it for 18 months, I reckon, in my head. I mean, we, yeah. we've said for, for ages, like, hey, oh, Ericsson's taken a corner. Oh, it's hit the oh, first. <laughs> we've been saying that for three years, four years, Paul. <laughs> oh, look, there's a corner. Nothing will happen here. He can know. never clear the first man. I know that there's a very small window of where they're trying to get to, but you'd think that they'd practice that and be better at it anyway. And I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to... I've been saying for a while about uh, Eric Dyer. I think we got away with him in the World Cup. It was pretty obvious to me that um, if we did have a better option in, in the central midfield, which we ended up having, that he would be a bit of a bit player. I don't think he's quick enough. I think he's e too easily passed around. I just don't think he's got the uh, the range of passing to be playing centre midfield in a, a international game. The thing was about it as well. I think because he came from it's pretty exotic because he, he was playing at in Lisbon, wasn't he? I think yeah. Lisbon, yeah. Like going a different route into um, yeah into the England setup. Yeah, I'm not sure really. Yeah. I'm sure he's a really nice guy, and I love what he did when he went into the stand, although he shouldn't have done it, but he was protecting his family and stuff. But I never, ever feel comfortable as a Tottenham fan or an England fan when I see his name, even on the substitutes bench. I think, he'll, uh, I think he'd be a decent centre-half. No. No, OK. No, it, it, it makes you worried. Every time the ball comes over, you think he's got he's got a ricket in him. He's got a flap in him. That was a bit of a, a Tottenham bash there, I'm afraid. Sorry about that. Uh... Hey, bash away, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we do one last one and then... Uh, Please. See where yeah, I love it. 
By the way, the, uh, the, the bin men have taken up the slack of where usually we get some random noises, so that, that's <laughs> nice. good, good to know. Thank you for that. Appreciate Brilliant. it. Uh, question five this time. All right. Ooh, nice one. The best kit your team has ever had? 86-87, the Hummel with uh -huh. the stripe. I love that strip. And I've actually, there's a post office van, oh, excuse me, outside the blue foot right now and i'm hoping he's going to be delivering my uh my old school spurs shirts that i've been waiting for for nearly a month but i don't think they're coming today but um i also love the 1981 with the the um the cockerel in the middle yeah that's a classic you know very very simple i like the simple shirt yeah but i love the one with the graphic obviously the one with the graphic the 86 hummel shirt but the one they debuted at the cup final no because I remember no. that kind of blowing my mind. The fact that they, their first use of a new kit was at the cup final. Because that did happen. I'm not imagining that, am I? No, no, that did actually yeah. happen that season, yeah. And because uh, it was the first time they'd had the, like, the shorts down to the knees as well. Like up yeah. to that point, they were like those kind of very super 80s kind of That's really right. yep. short shorts. But they were more the kind of like the 50s style. And I'm like, wow. Like, and it's, yeah, that was a nice kit. I have to say too. I so. also love it when we used to have the second strip as the uh, the yellow or gold or whatever. I think for my my kit is when Bolton played in the old fourth division. They had this really nice. Uh, it was made by Matchmaker, which I have no idea what that is. And Didn't they make them chocolate sticks? Yeah, <laughs> <Matchmakers>? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, little mint kind of uh, yeah, sticks. Yeah. <laughs> so you're basically saying Bolton are as well as useful as a chocolate teapot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but amongst other things, really. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of reminded me a little bit of the 82 England shirt. They had like uh, the shoulder red and blue stripes that kind of normed, which was like the co-op that the eventually ended up being part of the ground. They sponsored the shirt. So I, again, I'll post all of these different bits of yeah. people. Yeah. We're in the sort of same boat in, in that we support a team that has a white shirt. And so, well, it's not a great deal you can do with a, a white shirt. No. There's been some good ones over the years. Cool. cool. All right. Well, thank you. That was, uh, was most revealing. Yeah, I never trust Nicole when she doesn't know the score. Right. Lady Gaga over there, poker face. So um, we are going to do the online Premier League trivia night again on, on Saturday. More and more people were involved in that last uh, last time round, so that was really cool. Gun yeah, I'm definitely going to participate this week, so watch out, James and Leanne. Don't come in for you. <laughs> yeah, James and Leanne, they won on Saturday. We will do it again at 7 o'clock. All you need to do is be on the San Diego EPL supporters group page on Facebook, and all of the information is going to be there. If you just hang out long enough on there, then the, the stream will pop up that myself... Sure. Uh, Marissa and, and Paul Brown will be uh, involved in all of that as well. The sad thing was uh, Eddie Large died today. Man I know, I saw that this morning. Yeah. So sad. Apparently uh, he was in hospital for a heart condition. I think he had heart failure. Oh and obviously he got the uh, COVID-19 virus. And yeah. Yeah. Eddie, Eddie Large was part of Little and Large, a comedy duo in the 80s uh, back home. The first sort of celebrity fan, wasn't he, as well? Because he would always like crowbar Manchester City into... Uh, like lots of his sketches so I have a, I have a story about Eddie, Eddie Large bizarrely my dad used to work with one of the chief scouts from Manchester City and we would get the odd like free ticket to go and see the games before the game we'd been having a look around all sort of changing rooms and all of that kind of thing being shown about and we, we got to go down the tunnel and just as me and my brother and my dad in full view of all of the crowd there's this great big roar went up and I'm like wow what's this oh, that's Eddie Large was behind us <laughs> we got greeted like absolute heroes but it was actually because Eddie Large was behind <laughs> Love it. Can I also bring up as well, it's uh, Nicole's mother, Antoinette's birthday today, and oh. I think she might be watching this if it goes on YouTube. So, 
Happy birthday, American mommy. <laughs> Excellent, yes, happy birthday. Brownie points for me. All right, well, is there anything else before we... No, I think that's it, isn't it? Hopefully next week on the podcast, we'll have some news about what they're going to do with the EPL moving yeah. forward. Yeah. I think we'll be in the same position as we are this week. So let's yeah. hope the football clubs do the right thing and support the workers out there, especially NHS workers and everything. And um, stay at home, people. And this will be over quicker than if you go out. Indeed so. Stay safe. All righty. I'll just uh, round off that. Get, uh, yeah, get in contact. It's more important than ever. Footyfromthefoot at gmail.com, at footyfromfoot on all of our social media outlets. Um, and yeah, suggestions for future talking points as well. I'm running out of ideas. So uh, yeah, let us know if you've got any uh, ideas that we can bang on about. Uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes and Google Play for all your previous podcast needs. Yeah, if you can tell a couple of friends, we'd appreciate that as well. Uh, as always, uh, thanks to David Sangster for our theme tune and the outro you're about to hear. Give him a follow on at 1 in 20 Parkinson's. I did post a link on our show notes last week about how you can help those in the service industry. So uh, I think put the Venmo things up there. I will do the same again this time round. I think that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Bob. And uh, yeah, let's do this again next Thursday. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody.